Adam here once again at the station of decapitation without dread. I'm Nasty Neil. That would make me terrible, Troy. And I'm Justin Beheading. Excellent. Very <laughs> nice. And a shout out to the treacherous one, treacherous Trista Robinson out there. She couldn't be here, but she sends her love and we send our love back to her. Absolutely. We miss you, Trista. Yeah. Yep. Hope all is well. Yeah, this has been the first time Troy's been back on the show for a little while. He was on one episode here, and then uh, he's been off again. So we may we'll, we'll probably hear Troy the whole time. We he may uh, he may flicker. Out. He's stuck in the Matrix. It's true. It's true. I've got like the multiverse happening here. <laughs> All right. So tonight uh, we've been we've been building this up. We normally do it earlier in the year, but it's our top thirteen films. Of 2022. Woo! Also, a shout out to Alok Mirsha, who is going to be here, but uh, he cannot be here this evening, but uh, he will be on the show again here in the new future. All right. So, who's going to start? We're going to start with Justin. Yes. Number 13. <laughs> I think that's tradition now. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So it is written, so it shall be done. <laughs> uh, my number 13 is uh, one of a few movies that actually did catch me by surprise that it uh, ended up being as good as it was uh, for me personally. Uh, Smile. You know, it's a movie that from the trailers, it doesn't exactly look all that great and uh, kind of resembled a Blumhouse movie from some years ago, Truth or Dare. But no, it was actually, it's one of the few horror movies to have jump scares in a while that actually work and you know it's actually really good at building atmosphere and such and uh no it was solid uh solid horror movie for the when did it come out like in fall yeah it came out or i've What's been that? uh the last couple of years since because i'm always i always at the, by the time we do this i always forget what when do movies come <laughs> out yeah. so i've been keeping a list and that was one of the early ones on my list i and no i guess it was later a little bit later in the year but I was, uh, it's actually higher on my list. Um, I went in thinking it might be fun or something, but it definitely exceeded my expectations too. Uh, I had in my notes about it, uh, effective jump scares, like you said. Yep. And I also think there's more to the movie than just like the jump scares. I think the themes are really interesting. There's a lot of like about guilt. Sure. And, um, it was, and it's a much weirder <clears throat> movie than I expected, especially near the end. So it was a movie that really worked for me. Oh, yeah. All right, very good choice. Thirteen. You want to go to Troy for this? Oh, we'll do mine. We'll go in reverse yeah. of age. Here. All right, I like <laughs> it. Uh, Fuzzball. He's art. Did we mention X yet? We literally just mentioned one film, so <laughs> so we may get here. We'll find out. Uh, number thirteen. I actually have a lot of um, honorable mentions, which we'll probably get to later. So I was like. I didn't know who to put for my 13 because I had a lot of ones that that I uh, could have gone here, but I went with one that I thought maybe not might be on anyone else's list, so it would be nice to include it, and that is The Hatching, which is oh, a really okay. weird movie. I saw at a Boston Underground Film Festival, and it probably I don't I don't know if it's been released yet, like um, if it had distribution or if it's been on Shutter or anything like. That. I'm not positive, but so. Potentially, it may actually be a 2023 movie, but I saw in 2022. And it's a very bizarre movie about a girl who finds this egg, and uh, she keeps it. 
and it gets huge and then it hatches and a, and a bizarre creature comes out and i don't want to give too much away about the movie but it's about her uh keeping this creature secret the egg secret the creature secret feeding it and uh you might guess what she has to feed it but it's a very bizarre movie and the trailer really looked it. great on that one like i haven't seen the movie it, same yeah. here i never got around to it for some reason meant to yeah yeah, yeah like i said i'm not sure if it even uh maybe it did have a, a release but uh it's probably not like uh they did have a wide release if it did. you're 13 troy my number 13 is a movie that i started out loving and then it kind of for me just fell apart as the movie went on but because i liked the first half of it so much uh barbarian is my number 13 mm. which the first like hour or so of the movie i love and I, then yeah it just kind of gets wacky on me i actually feel the same way i think the first 42 minutes or so is like oh a maybe that's movie. what it is yeah uh, i think they do a really good job building this uh the tension between the two characters oh, and, and scars guard sure. so great and like you he's know. throwing out the red flags and you think yep. and then you think well maybe that's misdirection it's uh <laughs> it's her who's really the uh <laughs> and then you know it goes into crazy territories and i kind of think if it would have ended at one point uh for me it really does uh I actually really dislike the Justin Long character, which I know some people really I did like, too. I did too. Same. <laughs> and yeah. like, because Richard Brake, Skarsgård, yeah, like yeah. everybody else, I thought did a great job in it. Yeah, I think his character. It also really changes the tone of the movie. Becomes more comedic with um with Justin Long. It seems like a different kind of movie. And I don't want to go into spoiler territory, but I think um after the first like forty kind of minutes of it. The tension is gone because you kind of know what is what is in store as the movie keeps you know when other people yeah. go into the house you kind of know what's what's going to happen yeah what everybody was telling me was so like you know um oh you're going to be shocked i thought was kind of the more predictable parts of the movie <laughs> like I, I don't know i i was expected to be shocked in other ways i suppose yeah, I don't want to diss the movie because it didn't quite yeah. make my list. I had it on and off too because I do really like the first forty minutes, and um, it's definitely like I, I'm not going to say it's a bad movie at all, but it, it for me it does. Uh, the second half is not as good. Yep. No, one hundred percent. And honestly, my two biggest gripes with the movie were it felt, and I mean, you know, movies should be trying to do things a little differently here and there, horror movies especially. But I feel like there needs to be that middle ground between having some of the familiar stuff and trying to do things differently. And I felt like that movie's goal was, oh, we're doing this because it's different. That, yeah. And that was the yeah. goal the whole way through. It never settled down. It was constantly thinking. It's kind of how uh, controversial thought, how I feel about the original Scream on repeat viewings. It's not as brilliant as it was on that first viewing, yeah. uh, though scream is much more brilliant than barbarian i think at this point yeah. uh, but basically yeah. yeah well barbarian it just felt like a movie that was trying too hard to be original and different yeah it was too just... clever for its own good maybe or thought it was exactly but the other biggest problem i had with it was i didn't like the way it looked visually and i feel like that's a big problem with horror movies now is they have that stale digital look where they don't do anything with the color or have any interesting shot compositions and so that 
was another thing that really turned me off from the beginning. Yeah, um, it's interesting because people know I also do the wrestling podcast. And that's a that's a similar complaint for me in, in some of the wrestling stuff because people say, oh, that's too predictable or something like that. But in wrestling, the same thing in the movie, if you do like swerves for the fake for the sake of swerving the audience, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it still has to make sense. And sometimes predictability isn't always that bad because you have foreshadow basic storytelling is you have foreshadowing and and you could see why something would happen. There was stuff in Barbarian. Uh, we'll give a little bit of spoilers. Like um, the guy go when they first go downstairs. Okay, but no one in their right mind when the secret door opens. Maybe they'll go down. I don't know. But it's uh, when the door opens, then they find this room with like a <laughs> hidden camera with clearly like some really bad stuffs going on. Then to go down into like a dungeon <laughs> step, there's nobody that would do no. this. <laughs> everyone would have left it before that all the cops at least yeah <laughs> right, yeah, yeah a little sensibility kicks in <laughs> yeah. at some point and i also have a um uh this is a, a bigger spoiler so there'll be some spoilers here because i think we're going to talk about the movies <laughs> and uh one of my big issues with the movie too is there's a really i think it's good dialogue um when the homeless guy says the mother that's not even the 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 worst thing there there's like worse things oh. in the house so i was like whoa so there's like stuff uh there's other things there's other like uh inbred mutants in there <laughs> but from what i understood stand i guess by the end of the movie he meant the uh the richard bray character which i understand technically he's the real villain for doing this but at this point in time he's a bedridden guy who's just trying to kill him <laughs> he can't do anything it's not dangerous at all yeah i don't <laughs> He's barely alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, but it is gross. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, number 12. <laughs> and I have a personal beef with it because they showed a, uh, a sneak preview of it at, um, at our premiere in London at Fright Fest, <laughs> right when our second movie was uh, halfway playing. So kind of. Oh, like, all right. Really. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> Let's see. Now so we're into the Dirty Dozen, number 12. Oh, yes. <laughs> Classic. So my number 12 is a uh, is a Shudder horror movie called uh, She Will. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys... if it, I think that's one that's a little more uh, under the radar-ish. It's a woman who's... If I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've seen it, but she's uh, dying of cancer and goes to a resort uh that ends up uh, rejuvenating her and also giving her these uh strange powers and it gets very surreal and trippy and it's it was a pretty pretty good solid uh feminist horror movie it was really well done i i enjoyed it i haven't seen it i'm gonna have to see this yeah i yeah. saw the trailers for it too and i i haven't seen it either it's uh alice uh, krieg who was uh i don't know if you guys are star yeah, trek fans she was but... actually going to be on the show for this movie now that i now that you mentioned it and um, <laughs> for some reason it didn't uh, happen but uh, i'm gonna look back in there try to get back on but she's in a lot of cool stuff oh yeah or queen from uh star trek first contact so yeah, yeah. i know she's great in it everybody's great in the movie yes yeah. and i i didn't realize till um <clears throat> um recently she was also in uh the new texas chainsaw massacre she's hmm. the, the woman who owns the house Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Though, I will say one gripe that I do have with the movie is there's a a scene at a bar. 
Uh, and it's one of those things that when a certain song plays in a movie and that song becomes famous and tied to that movie, it should never, if you can help it, it should never appear in another movie again. And they actually play White Horses. Oh, oh they? yeah. Yeah, in a bar, which immediately took me out of the scene in the movie because I'm just like, what? No. What? No. <laughs> yeah, you need Buff- <laughs> Buffalo Bill needs to be dancing. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time Annabelle and I went to uh, Charlie's, uh, it's a, a hamburger place. We used to go after um, movies at the Coolidge. And, and the first time we went there, they were playing that on the, on the video you can watch. Uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, my number 12 is probably going to be higher on a lot of people's and they might even yell at me for having it lower than, than it is. And that is Pearl. And I, uh, I like Pearl. I, um, I think, I think, I think if I never saw X in a way, I'd probably like it more. My, my mm-hmm. only real issue with the movie is, you know, going into the movie, if you've seen X that she's a, she's a murderer. So the, uh, the build to the to her becoming who she is to me is a little bit ruined because you you kind of know it's going there uh but it's still really well made it's funny uh Mia, Maya is a Mia or Ma, Maya gosh she's great she had amazing uh last mm-hmm. year and going into 2023 oh yeah um 100%. her big monologue scene is is, is fantastic <laughs> and I I really like the movie it's just that I have that um it was hard for me to get into the beginning because I kind of knew what was going to happen. But when they get there, though, it's it's a fantastic it's fantastic stuff. I have not seen this one either. I'm, I'm and also oh, I'm I bad this year. I thought going in, it would uh, it take it took away. I still kind of think it takes a little bit away from X from her character in X because again, some spoilers here. I kind of like the idea. In Axe, her motivation is she is jealous of of, uh, the youth of the other characters. With uh, If you see her her in in Pearl and know she's always had these things, it's kind of she's always been a murderer. Giant spoilers here. But um, (laughs) so to me, it takes a little bit away from Axe. But uh, both uh, both are really good movies. And it's cool. I like the idea of um, seeing these characters over time. And then we have yeah, that coming out, neat. and then it also brings up kind of the, the the idea of cycles, and so I think that that's all interesting. And I wanted to rate the movie. I'm just saying why I had a 12 and not higher. <laughs> uh, by the way, here a lot of people in the chat. Dave Bailey, you nailed it. Uh, he's talking about Barbarian. It lost me when she went down after Skarsgård, but then <laughs> when he went down further, I was like, this isn't scary anymore because no one would do that. <laughs> uh brian o'toole i hope one of my films makes a list well i hope so too brian uh, <laughs> really wish he would have just been a first-time killer next that's how that's a, yeah, what I, I thought too interesting all right uh troy what's your number 12 my number 12 um not sure which uh which site this one came on but christmas bloody christmas which was Shut a ton of fun is that what yes. it was? Yeah. Right. It may be higher like, on my I, list. Yeah. Oh, no worries there. Might be higher on mine too. Also, no worries at all because <laughs> that was a ton of fun. I just thought uh the crazy uh Santa robot just like 
the perfect like killing machine just great <laughs> yeah uh this one for me kind of just came out of nowhere i didn't even yes. really know it was coming out then i just saw it was out and i'm a sucker just like justin and i think troy here for yep. uh christmas war movies mm -hmm. oh, like, yeah. oh hell yeah i'm gonna <laughs> check this out it's got an original take on a we've seen lots of killer santas but this is a, a different take on it. it's like a, a cross between a killer santa and uh and the terminator and it and just was talking about movie the uh, some of the new movies not looking great this is a movie film uh shot on film and looks amazing oh yeah looks like a, an actual uh, movie from the 80s and i think sometimes people when they want to make a retro movie they they do a different way where, like they'll throw like rubik's cubes and all this stuff <laughs> in the movie but this just yeah. feels like a movie from the 80s but yet it's set in modern day yeah so uh and this actually made me go and check out Joe Bago's other movies, which I had not seen a lot, uh, several of them. And I'm a big fan of his work now. Mm. But yeah, I love this movie. And cheap plug, you can check out the interview with Abraham Ben Ruby, who played the killer Santa on the show. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, though. That I did too. Number I 12. It's a great one. Yeah. yeah. It's fun kills. Um, the dialogue sometimes is overlooked too because it seems very natural yeah and so you yeah. actually are interested in in the characters before things start to happen to them. yeah both both christmas um the other one didn't make my list because i didn't really consider it like horror All right. it may have made was the idea. uh what was the one with david harbour oh, oh violent night yeah, yeah which i thought was just awesome i loved it's everything interesting about that you movie. say that because uh the hague awards so how we, we're doing the first annual hague awards and uh, uh first time i mentioned this they're going to be an actual award show uh here on this youtube page where i have some presenters who are presenting the awards and um when the voting ends i'm going to ask and see who's up for accepting the awards so it's going to be a fun nice. time oh that'll be a good time and so how That's i did them fun. was i had an open ballot where people could just write in everything and so then I took the top five uh, vote getters from each and made an actual ballot. And I was blown away by the amount of people voting. It was over 200 people in the first couple awesome. of days. And I was like, whoa, this is sweet. And so I decided to make an actual show. And uh, But the point was a lot of people had voted um, for Violent Night for best, best death scene. And I'm normally not a guy who uh, who argues about genre, but I did think I don't really consider it a horror movie. So yeah, I didn't I, same which I absolutely love the movie. I, love I, I suggest everybody see this one. This one's yeah. so good. Yes. Abraham even suggests, he said people are talking and they, that they want to see a crossover where it's uh, the same Jeff Hart is a, yeah. Who against uh, Dave uh, Harbour yeah. uh, against his Robo sandwiches. I'm all about yep. it. That'd be great. Anytime you can get Harbour, just somebody beating the shit out of them. And yeah. You gotta do that it. was one, what I, I thought it looked really fun from the trailer, but it, it even uh, was more fun than I expected to be. Yeah. And uh, three times in theaters. Oh, really? Oh, awesome. I don't blame you. Yeah. It was just so awesome. We went our mom our, loved it. That yeah, was we like went her for favorite Troy's birthday. Movie. Uh, our mom and Troy. Oh, yep. nice. And uh, Ty Chayman here. Um, from fuzzball productions we are fighting to get slasher days of summer done and released for december hopefully it'll Ooh. make a list next year but well, we are looking forward to that yes indeed it's nice all right number 11 justin and sorry if I, if I talk a lot here oh no <laughs> hey that's that's what we're all here for right yeah absolutely talk horror movies you know go on tangents it's yeah all we'll good. be it's all fun. over the plates you know that <laughs> 
so my number 11 is uh, another one that I'll, that caught me by surprise. I mean, I had heard about the movie years, or years, <laughs> months earlier, and uh, I don't know why I was so hesitant to jump on it until the latter half of the year, but it was a uh, dead stream. Mm. And it's a movie that I just checked out on a whim, you know, and I was shocked at how actually legitimately funny it was. I mean, for one thing, the style of it, you know, parodying uh, YouTubers and stuff like that with the all the windows that pop up, you know, with the comments and everything. Yep. It was just great seeing things like, you know, you see a figure going around in the back and then someone in the comments telling the guy, uh, hey, did you see that thing back there? Uh, <laughs> you should really turn around and seeing stuff like that. And yep. it got to a point near the end where uh, the guy was getting bashed against the wall by this uh, thing that this demon that I realized, oh my God, this is basically Evil Dead 2 if it was a found footage. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Yeah. No, so that it, it caught me off guard. It caught me by surprise. I <laughs> I loved the hell out of it when I first saw it. And uh, I honestly need to I need to watch it again. Very good. I have I to admit I've I've not seen it and I know everyone really loves it and it's doing actually it's uh was uh on the ballot for funniest uh, horror movie of the year. So. Yeah, I I liked it a ton. I thought it was like so clever. Number eleven, the last one. I think some people might be mad. I don't have higher. This one's. I know. I know some of my friends are mad. I have it on the list at all. <laughs> and uh, oh boy, I love the movie. I know a lot of people hated it, but I love the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> And nice. I love that it's completely preposterous and it takes big leaps of faith to, for the movie <laughs> to even make sense. I embrace the absurdity of it because <laughs> it opened it, in this movie. So that it's a direct sequel to the, to the first, uh, the original, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Leatherface is a grown man and he's, you know, he's killing everybody in this movie. He's now in an orphanage. So they found this grown man and they just took him into an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I'm not going to argue with anyone who thinks that's stupid, but, but, uh, but it, oh, it, so he's I, like a 40 year old guy. He's in an orphanage. Well, he's like, he's like 60 in the movie. Oh, is but, he? That's but he awesome. Grew, but he grew up with, in the orphanage. <laughs> Oh during the last 20 years or whatever 30 or 40 years so it makes no sense uh i think you could even make had that make sense you could have the woman <laughs> found just show a little thing like she found this grown guy who's clearly you know deranged or and she took him in and i don't know like you couldn't have found him as an adult but they have like a picture where he's in with the orphans i it makes oh. no sense whatsoever um it's super oh, bloody God. It's very, it's a very graphic movie. It's got fun kills. It's, it's, it's goofy as hell. Um, and I kind of loved it. So uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre number 11. I'll have to check right. it out. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Uh, but you're number 11. And I think, I also think it's the best sequel since number three. I put it equally with number three. Okay. Um, my number 11 is Prey. Which is oh, uh, yeah. the hmm. oh the predator weird predator yes <laughs> strange alien thing that name whose name escapes me <laughs> um, and I think it was a Netflix thing 
and uh, uh hulu actually hulu okay and i really enjoyed it like i didn't it was another one that going in i was like ah this is probably gonna suck but i actually i ended up really liking it yeah i liked it too i think that was one um a couple things um so like when terrifier 2 uh was so big it really um um helped uh independent film into the theaters and uh that was one then looking back people liked it so good on streaming they're like it should have uh it really should have went to the theater so i I think in a way its success on streaming also helped other uh horror films get um theatrical releases but it was probably going in a lot of people were not uh into the idea i thought it looked good from the trailer yeah um and then also the idea of it being on Hulu, people are like, oh, it's probably not very good because it's like made for streaming. But I really think people have to get over that because oh yeah, the, in this day, in this day, like you know, Martin Scorsese makes movies uh, for Netflix. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like you, it's not the same as a direct to video. Even though I like a lot of direct to video movies, but the so idea of it <laughs> being made for Hulu or Netflix, yeah, being or, some kind of a yeah, like low rent kind of thing, right? Yeah, those days are. It's just a different thing. I mean, not yeah. everyone goes to the theaters, so. and they're not technically made for those. It's just that's where they get distributed. Yep. But no, that's a really good movie. Yeah, I I really I had no problem with it at all. Like I ended up really enjoying it. I need to see it. I think you'd like it. Like if you're a predator kind of guy, I think you'd get into the vibe. Yeah, I'll look into it. <laughs> all right, number ten. Okay, so number ten is going to be a uh, kind of an interesting, controversial one. <laughs> uh, it's uh, one that might cause some clashes here because i uh it's just barely a horror movie but i consider it one just because of the director involved and certain stylistic choices uh <laughs> dr strange and the multiverse of madness <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i think it's on troy's list too but yeah. it might yeah, be I very high on it. my list because <laughs> i adore that movie that was one of my favorite movies of the entire year it's one of the last few marvel movies i've really liked in a while it's i mean that i'm sorry that i that i loved because yep. i went to see the one that everybody loved before that uh no way home and uh wasn't as big of a fan of it and uh you know especially wasn't a big fan of the jokes but something about the jokes and especially the fact that Doctor Strange actually looks like a movie compared to other Marvel movies. Yep. Oh, I mean, you have Sam Raimi directing it, so of course it's going to look like a movie. You know, of course it's going to have more style than most other Marvel movies, and it's just no, like all the references to the Evil Dead movies. It it was basically an Evil Dead Marvel movie, and it's I I had a blast with it. It's also as far as we got with a PG thirteen gory Marvel movie, so. You know, I had a blast with it, and I'm glad it's the movie that I'm capping off going to see Marvel movies for. <laughs> I'm not seeing any more after this. <laughs> Unless they do, and what if what if he directs the next? Uh... Yeah, what if there's a strange three? Uh, I think this is as good as it gets. <laughs> okay. And I got to say, like, you don't get much cooler than a zombie Doctor Strange mm-hmm. with a cloak of souls. I mean i i have i never knew i needed that but i did and i'm glad i got it and thank you sam raimi 
and also we have our first uh bruce campbell cameo in a marvel movie in a while the last time that that would have happened would have been with his spider-man movies oh yeah yep yep and yeah the first time in the mcu with a with a uh cameo with him and god it was glorious yep Ty Chamin says Marvel Zombies is in the works for next spring. Interesting. By the way, thanks to Ty Chamin. He's one of the judges on um, Severed Limbs 12, which is this Saturday. And I just got it. Uh, it was over six hours. It's over six hours. It's 37 short. So it took Whoa. a long time to render and Yow. get together. But it is up. It is up and hidden. Uh, That's on, a labor uh, of love now. there, Nasty Neil. That's sure. awesome. I didn't have time to make a trailer for, for a, big, uh, a big announcement soon. But uh, but uh, I'll keep that in wraps for now. But there and there is uh, remember, something coming up. Yeah. Remember one thing: nobody doesn't pay the pizza papa. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's entering the multiverse right now. I am. <laughs> it's, it's my strange tattoo. That's what happened. Uh, let's see. Number ten is a movie I really like. Um, it might. I don't know if might be my third favorite of of jordan peele's movie but i still really liked it and that is nope um i think uh Gord, the gordy the uh the ape the the chip oh yeah he could have had his own movie Ooh, yeah. he's awesome in it um uh, i like i like the um the mythology of the ufo in the movie yeah completely different take than you've ever yeah, seen in anything interesting else um kind of that idea kind of reminds me of a kind of a stephen king kind of idea where you take something that everyone knows and you you make something like new with it yeah i can see that so i like that and it, they tried to explain why like uh you know it's hard for people to get pictures of it video of it so i thought all that was interesting uh great cast in the movie i really like the um he's almost like the um He's almost like the Quint of the movie, where he he's huh. he's the the guy that's chasing the UFO. I really like that character. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, no, it's really good. I I don't know if it, it's not my favorite Jordan Peele movie, but it's still a great movie. So uh, number yep. ten is nope. Excellent. Did I, yeah, that was I, we're right. All right, number ten for Troy. I thought I went out of turn for a second. <laughs> oh no, my number no, ten. Good. My number ten's already been mentioned. And it's Deadstream, which I just thought oh, was cool. such a clever movie. I, Neil's got to watch it. I think that's all there is to that one. All right. I will 100%. put this on my list. I think you will dig it. Give him the Ludovico treatment for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, that, that, that won't work. He won't. He'll end up not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> give him the little strange on that one. I could give him the, the tiny Ultron. Oh, very oh, cool. Man. I oh, love man. these figures. That's yeah, great. this is from the uh, uh, Marvel United by Come On Games, and they Very have cool. a more like big fist cartoony, and I, I'm loving the loving the figures in these in nice. this game. Nice, nice. By the way, I have all the I have my Valentine's Day stuff up here. Nice, very good. <laughs> all right, it goes well with all the monsters. All right, number nine for Justin. So number nine is Black Phone. Nice. You know, it was a solid, uh, solid Thursday night movie for me. I saw it a, a week after it came out. I don't remember why. Maybe I was out of town or something. I don't remember. <laughs> but I saw it a week later and I 
you know, I absolutely loved it. I mean, it's set in the seventies and, you know, it's very almost like a low key seventies where you just see like details here and there. Yeah. Uh, a big plus for me was the fact that a show that my uh, mother introduced me to, in fact, my folks have introduced me to a lot of shows that I love. And one of those is emergency that appears on a TV oh. in the movie. So that was kind of a nice little, uh, bit of nostalgia for me when I saw that, yep. uh, on the TV and, uh, no, Ethan Hawke is just great, you know. Oh, he's so spooky in that. That mask is, you know, iconic, you know. Yep. That's and the changing of the mask is is yeah. I think is a really cool touch. Oh yeah. Yep. With the different, you know, no facial expressions and the different ones, yeah. The frown and face. I think they get a lot um out of that character without showing a lot mm-hmm. because they hint at stuff that that make that in your mind makes a movie even darker than what you're seeing but they never explicitly say like he's a, a he's a child molester or something but there's there's a lot of hints that way oh yeah especially like with the game he's going to play and they never actually show it and i think that's a that was good because a lot of times your imagination is uh is worse than what you can film so um also i thought it kind of reminded me of like a game in a way where you collect, like you have to collect all these different items and then you use them like a, like a Zelda or something where you, oh, you, yeah, know, you have to use all that. these items. And uh, so the main character is like getting all these different things. And they actually all, at first when I'm watching, I was like, what's the point of all this stuff? Because, you know, none of it leads anywhere. But <laughs> as, as the movie progresses, like each one helps, you know, helps him progress, which I thought yep. was very cool. Uh, his sister's great in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think uh, Jeremy Davis is uh, Davies is a really underrated uh, character in that movie. I thought he's uh, it's a small part, but I thought it's a very realistic portrayal of someone like that. It was good. But yeah, overall, I thought that was a great movie. And I had read the the short story um, going into this. And it, well, after I read it, I was like, I don't know how they're going to make this movie because the short story is super short. There's no it's not. They, I was like, they're going to have to just make up a bunch of stuff, which they did, but they just yeah. really just took, uh, you know, just the real basic idea and the grabber doesn't look anything like he does in the short story. Oh, um, really? Yeah. It's a Joe Hill story. Does, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that doesn't work when you like take your own liberties with stuff, but, uh, it black phone really worked. And there's another one kind of like, um, you mentioned with, um, the movie earlier or go a smile. Like it was looked like maybe like or maybe it is a Bloomhouse movie, but um, but it was much better than I expected it to be. And plus, oh, it kept being delayed, so that's sometimes a bad sign that a movie might not be that great. But and I will say, it's a movie that's now got me thinking: which is a better movie? When uh, that one kid, the martial artist, his two favorite movies are between uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or End of the Dragon. I'm <laughs> kind of still thinking to this day. Damn, which one of those do I like better? <laughs> and a you part of me is almost—it's true. A part of me almost does surprisingly lean towards End of the Dragon a little, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number nine for me is also the Black Phone uh, for all the reasons Excellent. I just said. Yeah, great. Thinking up. Yeah. <laughs> number nine for Troy. My number nine was—I think your number ten is no. Which oh, I, I really dug. I, I liked it a lot. I thought like the uh, all the actors were great in it. And yeah, I really th- there's not really much I dislike about the movie. I I definitely like it. 
it might be my third for for peel as well but the other two were both really really good yeah i so, like all three of them but, yeah you know varying degrees yeah the first one's still probably the best but, um yeah, okay. number eight for justin number eight is uh a movie that i meant to see earlier in the year especially since they were showing it in theaters before i went to shutter uh the watcher oh yeah yep yeah, solid, uh, slow burn horror movie. Uh, I liked it too. And uh, there was a some review somewhere that described it as very Polanski esque, which I can kind of see that there. See that, yeah, there are definitely moments that remind me of the tenant, uh, minus finding a tooth oh, in the yeah. wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, very awesome. You know, little uh, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, contained mostly yeah. contained thriller say for the few scenes that go out of the apartment and you know it i dug it not much yeah. more i can say about it <laughs> i really liked it too i think i might have saw it the same week i saw um black phone it was the same week i saw mm. something and i didn't know what it was but it, it it happened to be playing at my amc which um luckily my amc shows a lot of like um movies that have like a smaller release because i don't think it had a giant you know um Definitely uh, yeah i don't remember it like yeah i don't remember so i went in not really knowing anything about it and i really liked it um uh, make them micah micah monroe was uh, great in it and um they do i think it they do a really cool job in, in making you feel her um her being like alone and i think not having the subtitles was really smart because you could feel how she's you know her not understanding what everyone what the people of, mm -hmm. of that country are, oh, are yeah. saying you you get the sense of you know no one's uh there for her. and uh I, I really like that and the um um what's his name it's like burn something i have it down here burn gorman uh great mm -hmm. as uh as as the villain in the movie let's see my number eight is adult swims yule log nice i did not know anything about i saw uh a couple of people posting about it on facebook i was like what is this and so i went and watched <laughs> it and uh at first i was like what the hell is going on because it's like it's a few minutes of uh just the yule log burning and then um for a good portion of the movie you just it's like a stationary camera on the yule log with things going on so some are in camera some are out of character out of out of the camera <laughs> and it's very strange very um original um the the villain pleatherface in it is is, is great and and the mother mother and um pleatherface <laughs> then there's some weird very david lynch like stuff with the man in the fire which is very bizarre um there's a lot of social commentary in the movie almost kind of um i don't know if he's stuck in but it's it's very there's so much stuff going on in the movie it, it's a it's a weird comedy it's horror there's aliens there's it's just a multi-dimensional time traveling i don't know it's a, a man fighting a log which i'm a big fan anytime someone fights inanimate objects so this is a very bizarre original movie and it made me go check out uh casper uh casper kelly's other stuff which he did um too many cooks which is a, a really fun short film on adult swim and then i fell in love with his show your pretty face is going to hell <laughs> this show is great if no if i had not, not heard I of it before, I admit, 
but I like this so good. I went and watched his other stuff, and I think there's five seasons of it, and they're very short, like 15 minute um, episodes. And it's about to check those out because after you told me about this one and I watched it, I was like, there's a lot going on here. It's like <laughs> it's just cram jammed with stuff. There's yeah. stuff in every direction. So it's about uh, the show is about uh, uh, hell. It's about demons in hell <laughs> and their mundane life of torturing uh, new people coming to hell. So it's almost like the office of hell. Uh. So it's a totally bizarre thing. I, I recommend it. You can you know binge watch it in a couple of days, probably because those episodes aren't very long. But anyway, Adult Swim's Ulog, I'm a big fan. Yep, I dug it too. Number eight. By the Number way, eight. Deadpool. This is uh Deadpool here in the chat. Hey guys, hope all's well. Have to say a movie that surprised me in 2022 was sick. Uh Bloomhouse is on top with horror. Interesting. I don't oh. think I've seen it sick. No, I haven't either. I haven't heard of it. No. My um my number eight is another one of the King family with a phone. And this one's oh. Mr. Harrigan's phone. I have to admit I didn't watch it. I I really love the, the story. I think you'd like it, Neil. They did a they did a really nice job with it. I it it just seemed like the story itself is a really it's a good story, but kind of slow moving. Mm-hmm. And it was uh I think it might have been better seeing it in a visual way than you know than to listen to it in an audio thing. I I really liked it. Well, I, I like thought, the audio uh, book, so yeah. Yeah, and um, oh, who's the old guy in it? Uh, Donald Sutherland's great in it. I always like Donald Sutherland. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad to see him still. Uh, man, he's got longevity. Yeah, no doubt about that. But if anybody worry. hasn't seen it, like just uh, if you got an hour and a half to spare, check it out. You might really dig it because I liked it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I'm sorry I've not watched it. Number seven. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it was made for Netflix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so my number seven is uh, X, which I will say it's a movie that I really liked when I saw it in theaters. Uh, but I just thought, oh, that. That's as far as it goes. But it, on repeat viewings, I found that I actually love it more than I thought I did because I've seen it quite a few times now. Both both that and Pearl, I've seen about the same amount of times now, and so that's uh, you know it's a fun you know little riff on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, it was a great movie to see still pretty early in 2022 in theaters, and I mean you know it's creepy, it's funny, it's all this stuff is Ty West, you know, who I've still only seen uh, Bat Pearl and House of the Devil, but yeah. I love House of the Devil, and so that's yeah, House of the Devil's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot I can uh, say about it. It's oh, I mean, it also had some great gory uh, kills here and there that uh, got me excited in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Um, I noticed when I was putting up old shows on. Um, uh getting the old shows back up on, on um on iTunes and stuff. And back in the day, this was right when House of the Devil came out. Uh we gave away an autograph poster of House of the Devil that, that the studio that made it gave gave us. And looking back, it's like wow, whoever won that, like they got a pretty pretty awesome uh deal. <laughs> Signed by Ty, you know, before anyone really knew who he was. Oh yeah. 
Do, do you know who it was? Who won I know, it? No, no. Oh. I I, we probably say it on the show. Yeah. Find. Uh, numbers. Was that sorry? No, I was going to say it might be time to look up what uh, who it was. Yeah. On that episode. <laughs> number seven was Justin's number eight. And that is Watcher. Nice. Really, really right cool on. movie that really came yeah. out of nowhere. It is fun. It's not always possible, but it's fun when you can go into a movie and not really know anything about it. I think I actually watched it this year, and I didn't know if it was one from this year or last oh, year. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> or it may have made my list as well, because right. I really liked it, too. Yeah, it was one I went to see, and I really liked, and I, I told Annabelle, and we went to see it. Oh, okay. So I saw it twice in the theater. Uh, number six. Oh, number oh, seven. Oh, seven. Oh, sorry, seven. <laughs> um, mine, I know Neil hasn't been a fan of the series, but I, I have. And this one, I think, has been maybe my favorite of them is the VHS 99. Oh, OK. Which I, I think this one really, really grabbed me. I This one was even crazier than some of the earlier ones. And uh, I like the story behind everything. If you haven't watched them, check this one out. I think you'll like it. I've heard good things about the VHS 99. I haven't seen that one. But I'm not uh, big on the series, like you yeah. said. But yeah, I, I will check that out. That's on, I believe that's on Shutter, right? I think so. All right. We're going to the six. We used to do 666, but now it's uh, 13. So number six. <laughs> so my number six was another one on the list that I uh, was caught off guard with how much I ended up loving the movie. In fact, it was kind of a thing where looking up just what movies came out in 2022 and kind of putting together like a list of, okay, Let's pick five movies or however, however many spots I had, maybe try and pick a few more than that in case the ones I see end up not being good. But this was one that I went in completely blind, watched it, loved it, actually laughed quite hard during it. It was a glorious. Hmm. Which uh, have you guys heard about this movie? At I all? know the movie and I haven't seen it, but uh, from understand, it's like a. Uh... Lovecraftian movie about uh, a glory hole. Oh, okay. Exactly. I remember seeing the trailer for that one too, but I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, a movie where a killer or I'm sorry, where a guy It's actually on my list of movies I wanted to watch before <laughs> I did this, and then I did not get to. There was a guy who is just stuck in this bathroom with a you find out as a demon talking to him through a glory hole, and the <laughs> demon is voiced by J.K. Simmons. No. Which yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, this little low-budget indie horror mm. comedy, which I didn't even know it was a horror comedy. That's how blind I was going into it. Yeah. I knew Deadstream was a comedy, you know. I didn't expect it to make me laugh, but <laughs> as much as it did. But Glorious, I did not know it was a comedy <laughs> until it got to the bathroom stuff, and I'm like, I'm laughing more at this than I thought I would. This is... And I mean, just... And especially when I'm thinking about that, here is... J.K. Simmons, who's literally only a voice, because they probably couldn't afford to have him on there for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just <laughs> oh, that's that's tremendous. Now I it's great. Now I want to see it even more. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's a funny movie. I'm not going to say much more about it. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I need to see this. And I'm a yeah. big fan of him uh, since Oz. But he's oh, a guy yeah. that can play like a. Uh, like a nice like grandpa or dad or something, or he can play like a really 
menacing guy like an Oz. He he's a really good uh, has a lot of range. Oh yeah. I mean, I just saw him a couple of weeks ago in uh I Love You Man. I hadn't seen that movie in years and oh. I forgot he was in it. Yep. Uh, let's see. That was six, right? Six. Mm-hmm. Six for me is uh the menu. Nice. Nice. Which um I thought looked really fun going and then uh it was even better than I thought it would be. And and for people like me and a lot of people nowadays, and like the culture of watching these um cooking shows, I think it's gonna be relatable to a lot of people. And then I like I like the one character in it who's really obnoxious and knows all who thinks you know he's all <laughs> the mad like, foodie person. Yeah, oh right? yeah. Talking, and uh just re- a really fun movie. And I was happy to see that um that Gordon Ramsay actually liked it because it's kind of yeah. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. a, a parody of him. And uh, I'm a big fan of Anya Taylor Joy. I think I like she's her in great. everything. Yeah, yeah she's just same. awesome. Yeah, and it, she's very a very unique look and really yep. talented actress. And um, she's also on my honorable mention for another movie, which I didn't think was a horror movie, so I didn't have it. I didn't make my list. But uh, The Northman, which I love. Oh, okay, that movie was great. Yeah, yeah, that movie's fantastic. But yeah, she's uh, always anytime she's in something, I'm always interested because yep. not only is she always good, but she usually picks interesting movies to be. In. Oh yeah, and she's never the same character. Uh, yeah, you know, really good in Babylon. Too. Great. Yeah, and uh, Peaky Blinders, everything. Oh I've yeah, yeah, I was happy yeah. when she popped up Peaky Blinders. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I missed anything with her in the last few years since The Witch, uh, except for Queen's Gambit. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I actually saw that either. No. Yeah, you can skip the new mutants too. Oh, it's uh that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're not missing out. <laughs> but yeah, um, and by the way, Babylon, there there is some horror elements in that. I, I recommend that movie. I think there's some flaws in the movie, but really good movie. And it's weird because the trailers for Babylon ma- makes you think the whole movie's the first there's the opening scene like the pre-credit scene is like this big party and that's all they show in the credits but there's much more to the movie oh but uh so I yeah, go, that's what I, I but it still kind of had me intrigued in the trailer just seeing that part you know? yeah yeah carl solomon is in it i thought i saw oh. former guest here and, and from uh, the greasy stranglers like is that carl solomon and so I, I put on Facebook as like, I think I saw Carl Solomon <laughs> dancing in Babylon. And for anyone out there, if you want to see a naked Carl Solomon, check out Babylon. And who doesn't? I exactly. mean, that, you know, a pretty exclusive list. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Number six. By the way, the, mine was menu. Troy. My, num- my number six is uh, been mentioned, I think, by both of you guys as the black phone. Oh, nice. Yes. I got to just my one addition is um great year for uh, Ethan Hawke to be really subdued and spooky characters, because <laughs> if anybody sees him in um, in the moon night on oh, uh, I didn't know he's in there. He's also in the north on, on the on the Disney That's plus right. he's the villain in it. And he's really like subdued thinking he's doing a good thing. And he's he's awesome in it. He really is. But yeah, Black Phone, my number six. Very nice. Uh, Mr. Creepy says, no, Dr. Satan. He's going to be on the show, uh, Walter Phelan. Um, we just had to set it up. He was uh, traveling this week, so uh, maybe next week. But uh, nice. he will be on very soon. And uh, this week um, was the first week in a long time. Troy could actually be on the show. So I thought, let's do it. Let's do the 13. Had to do oh, it. Yeah. All right. 
Number five. My number five has also been mentioned before. Uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas. And I first heard about this movie through a reviewer that I watch frequently, uh, Brad Jones, a.k.a. the, the cinema snob of uh, Stone Gremlins Productions. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I watch... I watch his reviews of old B movies. I watch his reviews when it's just him as himself. The three movie, three minute reviews, five minute reviews, where he just talks about whatever new movie he wants to see. And so, Christmas Bloody Christmas was one that I saw the cover of, and I was intrigued. And I watched the <laughs> video, and he gave it a very glowing review uh, on how much we loved it. So I tried to track it down in theaters. No theater near me was showing it. The nearest theater was like thirty minutes away wow. by freeway, and I was just like. Uh, no, let's just watch it on Shutter. <laughs> so, but either way, I still enjoyed the movie regardless. I mean, yeah, I didn't even like, know it had a release. I would have loved to see. Yeah, it I didn't either. That would have been fun. No, definitely. It's and like you said, Neil, the dialogue is very underrated, especially because it just it makes you it helps you with really getting into these characters and feeling like you're there with them, just walking along the streets of this little town, you know, which I found out was apparently shot in California, actually. Mm. So, yeah, no, this little town where they, you know, bar hop, you know, go into stores and stuff like that. You know, of course, it gets fun when you get the uh, killer robot Santa in there. And, uh, no, it's like, it's the mixture of Silent Deadly Night and the Terminator I never uh, knew I needed. Oh, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But it's also... For a movie that's meant to look like a grungy grindhouse horror movie with the 16 millimeter and everything, it feels like a Christmas movie. It looks like a Christmas movie yeah. with all the colors and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do a good job uh, with the use of the, the red and green Much. in the movie. Oh, yeah. And also, even though it's grungy and stuff, like I said, it feels like a big movie too with the like the 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 real explosions and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it feels is like nice a bigger movie that. than it is. Like yeah. That, yeah. But yeah, I loved it all, and all the effects were in camera. In fact, in camera kills and stuff is just a really fun movie. Really well made. Um, my number five is Bones and All, and um, I really love this movie. So, eh, is it horror? Yeah, I don't know. It's about cannibals <laughs> of some sort, or well, I kind of think that are. that constitutes a little horror. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's fitting for Valentine's Day. It's a, a love story. There you um, go. And uh, the one of the I think maybe the highlight of the movie for me though is uh, Mark Rylance's Sully. I think he is fantastic in the movie. Really weird character. And it made me uh, go and read the book. And I'll be honest, the book is better, which usually it is. And yeah. uh, it, I, I try not to make a takeaway from the movie for me because they changed some stuff that I don't think helped the story so i wasn't really sure why they changed it but uh but nonetheless check out both it's it's a different you know, same story but a different take the book is much less of a uh, love story which is interesting oh really yeah so they amped that up and they also the sully character is also kind of a combination of two characters from the book and for one for some reason i'm not sure why they flip-flop the dad and the mom character for the movie and i don't really understand mm. what the purpose was so uh number five for you Troy. my number five um is my first streaming movie ever to make my list from disney plus and coming in at under an hour long 
not knowing what to expect from this thing at all, but loving the old comic book was Werewolf by Night, which blindsided me. I didn't <laughs> didn't expect to love it. I didn't expect to have my mind blown by it. I loved it. I just thought it was as much fun and still keeping that awesome, creepy vibe, a great looking werewolf and uh, the perfect man thing appearance. Spoiler alert, anybody. But if anybody's like Jones and for a better man thing than they got from the sci-fi movie of the same name, check out Werewolf by Night because they actually made a big ass swamp thing. And so it's an actual physical thing. It's not CG. It's uh, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's yeah, it's got the big trunky nose. And I loved it. I just thought and they filmed it in like a cool black and white, but not like real crisp black and white. It, I just thought it was so cool. Loved it. I need to check it out. I heard almost all good things about it. it's very stylized and looks yeah. very cool to me. I have not seen. I don't have Disney Plus. So <laughs> All right. Very good. Number four. So number four is going to be an interesting story. Uh, and it's nothing against the movie. It's more what led me to watch the movie. Uh, Terrifier 2. Uh, so on a recommendation from a friend who also was under similar circumstances, I had not seen the first Terrifier oh, before really? seeing Terrifier 2. Oh, wow. So I, but my friend who recommended it to me had not seen it either and highly recommended Terrifier 2. He got asked to go see it by a friend and he absolutely loved it. He gave it a glowing review. And so on that, I just went and checked it out in theaters when it was like on its last leg. Yeah. Uh, when I saw it like at, I think, 6 p.m. and there was like only three people in the theater. And in fact, <laughs> when it got to the infamous uh, uh, the long bedroom draft, scene, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, there was actually two people sitting there that not long after that scene, they left. They were the only young people in the theater. Oh, wow. Because otherwise it was just me and two uh, older older gentlemen that we stayed there throughout the whole movie. And no, I I loved it. Now, I will say I, I did watch the first one afterwards. Didn't love it as much as I thought I would. Oh, wow. Controversial to say. <laughs> and so it's kind of one of those things that I feel like had I seen the first one first, I probably wouldn't have seen the second one. Oh wow! Um, and I can tell I'm losing Neil a little bit on this. No, it's all right. I I prefer <laughs> oh. the first one actually to the second one, but uh, I mean that's fine. The second yeah. one is much in, more insane. I'll say that. Oh, definitely. No, I I enjoy it. I mean, it's the only grab I have with it is the two the just under two and a half hour runtime was not a problem for me until it got to the climax. Like in the uh, like everything leading up to the funhouse stuff or the carnival was great and was speeding along. And when it gets to the carnival, it starts out good and then it starts to get a little repetitive after a while. Hmm. We just felt like the uh, it felt like the climax to it chapter two. It oh, just kept no. going, right. going, just going. going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't realize like, it was two and a half hours yeah. long, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's uh. Uh, Brad Jones said it best. It's trying to be just this epic uh, horror sequel, which I do also appreciate. Also, I got to say, I love the clown cafe scene. That scene is just phenomenal. I adore that scene. It's great. 
I could literally just spend all day just watching that scene on YouTube <laughs> if I found it. And you know, Art the Clown was great in it. Uh, Lauren, I don't know if I'm remembering the name right. Lauren Lavera is great in it. Mm. Uh, you know, I I love the movie. And a cheap plug, you can listen to the Lauren Levera interview here on Without right. Your Head and Emily Mc, McLean, who played the pale little girl, and also uh, to uh, Art the Clown interviews. So, and she was spooky looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. she was. So, four. I seeing... haven't seen this movie. I have really? not seen yeah, that. I, I haven't saw seen it. Terrifier it was weird. 2 yet. Um, Annabelle and I went to see it. So, we had like a double header. We went to see Terrifier 2, and then we saw the. Um, uh a bronx tale one night the the one man play <laughs> but with um um chas palmetary so these nice. were the two things we saw v- completely different things <laughs> just about Very the same different. thing yeah <laughs> uh so my number four i decided to cheat so i could get really a 14th movie on here and i have two movies oh so, but but it's uh two movies that have been been talked about number four bloody uh, christmas bloody christmas which i love and also my number four is also terrifier 2. nice nice which is it's a totally insane um i agree i, I actually do think the runtime it is a little it is just i don't think um I think it actually see all the kill scenes are great in it, but when you see them mm-hmm. over and over, it does desensitize you. I think a little bit as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, which one would I cut? Like I can't really pick anything, but I, I do think it, it could have been cut down. And uh, that's pretty much the only uh, negative I would say. But uh, if you want, just you know, there's more story in this one. There's um, more a little bit of backstory. Definitely leads up to a third one. Um, to see more of what's going on. I kind of like that the first one has no backstory to art. He just comes in and kills everybody. I kind of like that. Um, I don't know, though. I think sometimes if you... So you saw the second one first, and you think, well, if you saw the first one first, you might not have went to see the second one. But maybe you think that because you saw the second one first, is what I'm saying. Exactly. If you went into Uh, the first one without any knowledge, you might have liked it more than, than liking it after seeing the second one. Possibly. It's it's up to speculation. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say uh, one other little side note on Terrifier 2. That kill scene in the bedroom was kind of the moment when I was thinking to myself, because up until then, maybe one of the goriest movies I had seen, even barring the first two Evil Dead movies, is wow. Lucio Fulci's uh, The New York Ripper. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh, which is... If you guys have ever seen it or not, it's pretty damn graphic. And there is a bedroom killing scene in that movie that's almost as graphic as the one in Terrifier 2. But like when I was watching it, I was like, is this movie beating out the New York Ripper? Uh, this is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I would say it's the most graphic movie I've ever seen released in the theater. No, it was kidding. like an actual too. theatrical release movie. Yeah, it was. Wow. I was watching this like, oh my, I can't believe. Which does add to it when you're in a theater with like us, pretty fairly normal people, you know, because they <laughs> think, oh, I'm going to go see a horror movie. Our theater was pretty busy, pretty packed. Um, because we saw it the first weekend. Because at that time we didn't know how long it was going to play, and it ended up playing you know a lot longer than it was originally going to play, and. uh it did, that kind of makes me laugh thinking of all these people here who might just think they're seeing like uh 
you know, like a Bloomhouse horror movie, nothing mm -hmm. against those. And they're yeah. just seeing, you know, very vile <laughs> stuff throughout the movie. Yeah. And for okay. some reason, they, I don't think it was IMAX, but they showed it on the IMAX no, screen at our theater. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it really, I think that was just the theater they had, uh, they had free. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think this is an IMAX, but whatever. And yeah, I will say it was shocking that I was like, a movie this gory, there's no way this got an R rating. And then I looked it up. Sure enough, it was released unrated, which is. Oh, was it? Yeah. And right, see, um, this one I still have to see as well. Because oh, yeah, And an important anything. movie, a very, I think it might be the most important movie to horror that was released this year because mm -hmm. um, I it did so well. It kept extending wow. it and it really opened it up for other for the theaters to give independent horror movies a chance and we saw stuff get uh, released that probably wouldn't have otherwise oh yeah which is 100%. so good it's so great i know see. some of my friends who are very anti-terrifier too but i think if you especially if you're create uh independent horror movies it, it's good it's uh good for the genre yeah i think there's room for everything you know yeah, that's yeah. great all right you're number three um four or, or four four. four yeah oh yeah, yeah my number four has already been mentioned and it's the menu and i really oh, really nice. enjoyed that a lot yeah that's i do i i knew you would like that Troy, because yep, uh, yep. like me you watch a lot of those shows. oh yeah and uh, like when you hear the things like oh it's got a great mouth feel to it and like, you're just rooting for someone to get killed at that point, <laughs> yeah. you know? she's like never say mouth feel again <laughs> yep <laughs> all right uh number three now uh, my number three, uh, yes, chef. <laughs> it's the menu. Oh, right? nice, awesome. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, I knew I was gonna like it uh, from the trailer, first trailer that I saw, and in fact, uh, a buddy of mine, Brandon, who I remember, he kind of. Uh, I might be remembering it wrong, but I'm pretty sure the the first trailer we saw for the movie, he wasn't as uh, interested in it. But then when he just asked myself and another friend of ours for like movies that we think he should see, regardless of whether we had seen them, I was just like, oh, go see the menu, I guess. <laughs> and so he went to see it and he ended up loving it. And he so much that he told me to tell him when I was going to see it so that he could go see it again. <laughs> and, you know, he almost downplayed how funny it was because we both ended up laughing our asses off in the theater when we saw it on a on a Monday night uh, where there was nobody there, actually. <laughs> it was like two weeks after the movie was out and so yeah no it was it was a fun time you know it was great uh still my favorite one is the the cook that uh kills himself and then they give him a rest in peace when they show the, the dish named after him oh yeah yep <laughs> yeah this this one too like it kind of goes to people that aren't necessarily always horror fans. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because like Elena Novero, who used to be like our gym teacher and then our like dance instructor, and she's a 70 something year old woman and she adored this movie. She's like, oh my God, Troy, you got to see this. I'm like, oh, I did. I loved it. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Ouch. Oh, being assaulted by my cat. E Get, getting the warlock bite. Ouch. Number Gandalf doesn't bite, but warlock, he like, the likes to love bites. That's like my cat, Sandy. <laughs> when they draw blood, you know they love you. <laughs> uh, that's, I never thought of it that way. That's, that's good. 
<laughs> At least that's what he tells me. <laughs> All right. Number three. Number three. Studio 666. I, on, the, on the trailers for this. I actually thought, like, is this even a real movie? Or is this, <laughs> this is like a fake trailer. Like, a go- and so I honestly, like, I got to go see this, and I thought it's going to be really bad. I, re- I honestly thought it was going to be really bad. And I had an absolute blast the entire movie. That's awesome. It's, a, it's just a fun, um, it's not a feel-bad movie at all. It's just a fun horror movie. You could tell the uh, Foo Fighters are having a great time in it. Everyone involved, I think, is having a good time. Um, if um, it kind of felt like a tenacious D kind of like sketch, but oh, that's a awesome. film to me. Um, yeah, just one of the most fun I had this year in the theater. Oh, uh, Annabelle crazy. and I went to see it, and it was just um, actually I went to see it once, and then I was like, oh, Annabelle, you have to go see this. You're gonna have fun. And she thought the same thing. She thought it was gonna be stupid. I was like, no, go see it. it's fun. And we, uh, it's just a really fun <laughs> movie. Uh, Studio Six Six Six. I still We're, didn't see it. I right? haven't either. I, I some, would love to see this. Some of my favorite kills of the year. So you got Terrifier 2 has great kills, but they're very violent and uh, in a way kind of feel bad, even though the movie's kind of fun. <laughs> Studio 666, is, it's very just over the top and silly uh, gore, which uh, I like both kind of things. Yep. It's definitely not a movie you're going to take seriously at all. So it's just if you want to have a good time, Studio Six Six Six. All right, I definitely will check it out. Get up. That was number three. Yeah, my number three has also been mentioned, and it was Smile, and I oh, really I loved it. it. I did too. I don't really have anything new to add, though. I'm afraid <laughs> I just, I just yeah, really me, dug it. Took me off guard on this. A lot of ones on this list for me this year were ones that. Uh, I was surprised by. Yep. And, and I, I think the think- best, like, just shocking, like, uh, jump scare is the upside down head when she's talking to the person at the car, like, yeah. is oh, the greatest yeah. scene. Like, yeah. I just love that one. Yeah. And I'm not anti uh, jump scare. I um, yep. I just think if that's all you have, you know, whatever. Oh, but yeah. There's Don't a lot bother more then. Movie, so, yep. yeah. so uh, number two. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, my number two has my next two have already been mentioned. It's uh, number two is uh, Nope. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I saw oh. this at an interesting time. It was when pretty much every movie. Yeah, I think from when I saw Top Gun Maverick up until E.T. Uh, every movie I saw in theaters was an IMAX release. Except oh, wow. for uh, David Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. Uh, that was the only one that I saw just regular theater. But uh, yeah, Nope was great. It was great to see on a big giant screen. And, uh, you yeah, know, had a blast with it. Yep. Yeah. And the end, uh, I've seen some people like the end. I think the end's awesome. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. So number two has been mentioned by everybody, I believe. Uh, <laughs> it's a little higher for me is a smile. Nice. You're only one spot ahead of me, so that's not too bad. Yeah. For me, though, a lot of I see people all the time saying like they don't make good horror movies nowadays, whatever. But I saw so many good horror movies this year, and a lot of them, um, you know, a lot of great stuff on streaming and stuff. But I think there's always a lot of good stuff that way. 
but there's a lot of good theatrically released um, horror movies, which sometimes I'm not really into the mainstream horror movies. Not yeah. to be cool, but some, they're just don't <laughs> good to me. But uh, I thought there was a lot of good ones this year. Yeah. Yep. It was so your number two year for them. Yeah. <laughs> And that movie works for me on every level. Yeah, I agree. I it's love the payoff jump. too. The payoff is just crazy, and I love. Yeah, it. yeah, it gets way weirder than I expected. The jump scares work. I think. I think you feel bad for her. She's a really oh, yeah. good, uh, you know, hero of the movie. Where you get a lot of sympathy, and then it's actually got a lot of uh, interesting themes. So there's a lot more to the movie than you think going in. Very true. So you're right. number two, Troy. My number two. Uh, I think my number two has been mentioned once. I can guarantee it will not be mentioned by you at your number one. And I think that if uh, if it would have been any other movie made by Sam Raimi, it would have had a much bigger buzz in the horror community. And it's Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness, which I went berserk over. I love this movie so much. I can't even begin to tell you. Like, I think it was the perfect, like, finish to the uh, the Scarlet Witch's character, you know, like, just having her as the, the villain and with great reasons for why she's gone insane and grabbed, you know, the dark hold and Cumberbatch, my man, like, Doctor Strange, too, all about it. Very good. All right. Now it is time for the number one. My number one is one that I regret not seeing more times in theaters, uh, but I've seen it plenty of times at home now. Uh, Pearl. Oh, very good. You know, I, I love the way this movie looks with the uber, you know, saturated colors and everything mimicking, you know, three strip technicolor. I love the, I actually do love the story behind it. I'm just a sucker for movies. I mean, even even in spite of X's existence, I'm still a sucker for uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, character movies, uh, basically just characters slowly going insane. Mm-hmm. And, That's always uh, a good thing. Oh yeah, and a and little I'm, continuity between your two there, you know, X and them. That's true. And on top of that, I would say that this movie is officially what's got me obsessed with. Uh, pretty much watching anything with Mia Goth from now on because awesome. I just went a couple weeks ago to see uh, Infinity Pool and loved her in that. And uh, yeah, so I think I'll be seeing more films with her if I know she's. <laughs> yeah, I sure. agree. I, yeah, the last couple of years she's. And um, I loved Infinity Pool, by the way. So maybe a spoiler for next year's 13. I don't know. But, <laughs> but she's awesome. I'll have to see this one before. Yeah. I, I really like Brandon Cronenberg movies. Uh, the last. And he's made three, I guess. But uh, yeah, I was happy I got to see that in the theater because I don't think it, it's playing anymore. It might still be yeah. playing, but if it's still playing, I would recommend it to anyone out there. Yeah, she's and, great in it. And uh, good choice. And yeah, indeed. we won't talk with people another time. And I will say it's um, uh, it's also one of my favorite ending shots in a movie. Yeah, I agree. Without spoiling yeah. anything. <laughs> I, I agree 100% with that. And I think um, there was a, which I probably should have maybe had on my list, but a wounded fawn. Um, I won't say a similar, but I like the idea of having a shot that 
that makes it hard for modern streaming sites and TV to cut to to zip through your your uh, your um, credits because <laughs> I, that really annoys me uh, on streaming sites and TV when they just cut off the credits. Oh, I yeah, I love that. That's the same, worst same. thing. Yep. Uh, so my number one has not actually been mentioned. Nor has mine. That's what makes me think it might be the same. It could be. And I mentioned Terrifier 2 is the most uh, graphic movie I ever saw in a theater. Uh, this movie's up there for, for being one of the most graphic movies I've ever seen, but I didn't see in a theater. And that <laughs> is The Sadness. Hell yeah. I, uh, also I love my this. number one. This yeah, movie this movie's. Blew my little mind. Yeah, this movie's <laughs> nuts. It's kind of a. Uh, is it not not it's not really a zombie movie it's like uh more of a 30 days later kind of uh people going nuts but these people still have their minds though because like they're talking and like (laughs) this movie is just freaky as hell yeah i love spooky as hell too like that right from the get-go as soon as the first guy kind of goes insane and oh no it's a woman i guess the first one yeah and it just grabbed me at that point. I was doomed. And the the main guy, the main guy who plays the um, like the businessman guy, he's oh. he is spooky and, and creepy and crazy. <laughs> and there's some really graphic, um, sexual violence scenes. This is oh, yeah. uh, this is not. It's definitely not gonna be a movie for everybody, but it's uh, it's for me. It's for Nasty Neil. I love the sadness. Yeah, I could I could see it being a little intense for certain people, like. Because it's not only just violent, but like you say, there's a lot of just insane sexual things going on. And because, like, I guess the people just, I don't know if they lose their inhibitions and then go crazy or whatever it is, but there's, there's stuff going on in this movie. Yeah, it was funny when I had uh, the director and Rob uh, Javaz, the writer and director, and uh, he said he had... Because I saw a lot of political stuff in the movie, not just mm-hmm. like the obvious stuff where it's like the beginning's really about COVID and stuff. But um, and he said like he it's fun for him to read that stuff, but he had no political like uh, when he's writing it, he had no political motivations or he was, didn't put any political stuff. At what at least he didn't think he did in the movie. So yeah. I find that interesting. I kind of thought I found it as a metaphors. I won't go into what I, what I said, but I saw a lot of politicalness into the, uh, I don't want to drive off half our audience, but uh, <laughs> I'll just say, I saw it kind of like when you're saying about people losing their inhibitions to me, it was about people feeling uh, the movie was like, they could be as rotten as, as and mm. disgusting as they, as they want to be now, which to me was sort of like the rise of someone. <laughs> I can definitely see your point there. Right, yep. sure. So, uh, what's yeah. your number one? Am I, am I, is it the same? No, no. What are you oh, talking about? No, oh. it is. It is. It is. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's so, another one I meant to see this year, but I never got around to it. Or last year, I'm sorry, last year. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I would definitely check it out. It's, I, it's I think you'll love it, Justin, because but... like. You 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 kind of like you usually get into that kind of craziness. I think you'll, <laughs> dig it. I think you'll definitely dig yeah. it. You love and, you and some of taste. the kills are berserko in it. Oh, it's yeah. just like it's really gory and bloody. And it starts you off right away. You got about five minutes into the movie when it's just like, 
what am I watching yeah. now? This it's is not crazy. a feel good movie. No, it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> oh, my favorite kind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is an all-around kind of feeling bad kind of flick, I guess. So any Don't get too fond of anybody in it. No, we'll let's say that. Any honorable mentions for anything that's not been uh, mentioned yet? No, I think um, all my honorables have been mentioned. Uh, the Northman, like I said, but I didn't really consider it a horror movie, but even though it's got some horror elements, but um master i thought was really a good uh horror movie where they use um uh like kind of ghosts for the um like a parable for racism i thought it was a really i like that movie movie. i did i did i'd forgotten Uh, about it the accursed was really good it was uh the guy directed uh willie's wonderland's follow-up film a completely different movie uh it's like a time piece time pe- a period piece and a really uh great witch in that movie oh. which sometimes is not good witches in, in films i'm fond of a cool witch um everything all at once uh, everything oh. uh i didn't consider a horror movie really but uh yeah, i had it here yeah but it was great though yeah i yep. love it it was one of my favorite Loved movies of the year for sure and i was really happy to see it uh not that like I grew up watching the Oscars, but I don't, you know, not that that means really that much, but I'm still happy to see it uh, up for Oscars. Oh, oh for sure. And a Torn Hearts is, was really fun, too. I saw that at uh, was that one? at Fright Fest, and I believe it's on, I want to say Shudder. I'm not sure if it's on Shudder. It's on one of those Hulu or something. Um, it's got, uh, I'm going to be bad. It's got Peg Bundy. What's her name? Uh, oh, uh He's a great actor. Katie Siegel. There you go. Yeah. I yeah, couldn't her remember first her horror name movie. Either. Yeah, and she plays um she was like part of um a country singing duo a duet with her twin sister. The twin sister died, she kind of she retires and then this uh, uh these two young up and coming uh country singers go and visit her and want to get like advice and want to bring her have her come back and and do a song with with them. And uh, things happen from there. It was really cool. I I didn't really know anything about it. It premiere. I think it was the premiere at uh, Freight Fest in London, and I uh, went to see it, and it was good fun. Nice. And then I have a bunch of other ones here, but it was all stuff that I brought up um, X and and things. Like that. Yeah, my uh, honorable mention is one that was going to be either my twelve or thirteen, but after like take, thinking about it for a few days, I was like. The movie was good, but not good enough to be on the list officially. It was uh, called Hellbenders, and it was a Shutter movie. Oh yeah, I had. And, I think I had it on my list last year because I saw it at the festival. So. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was good, but definitely the thing that loses me is the ending with the the very bad CGI effects, and you know it's and the one that I was iffy on whether or not it would make the list at all was Pinocchio because it does have some elements but it's not a horror movie yeah and uh Troy and I went to go see Pinocchio at the theater we're all excited and we were sitting there and the guy came in like we're having a problem with the projector it'll be another 15 minutes like okay then he came back to be like oh it's gonna be like 20 more minutes we're just sitting there and then he's like it's not working and so he gave us a refund and refunded us our popcorn and soda so it was nice and but i know so we never got to see it but i I could see it on netflix i guess 
Oh man. Yeah, I um I did get to see it in theaters. I I was kind of in this uh when I saw that they were only showing it in the afternoon, I was like, ah, oh, but I kind of want to see it at night. But then I was like, eh, what, what the hell? Go go for a matinee. And yeah, yeah, it was uh it was interesting watching it with an audience that you know it was families that brought their kids thinking oh it's gonna be just like the disney movie and then <laughs> right. halfway through they're like the kids are like can we go <laughs> and god it's uh like everything everywhere it's a movie that actually uh caught me off guard with how much it actually made me uh tear up <laughs> yeah that uh everything all everywhere all at once that's a movie that like fits into every like genre thing and mm -hmm. so it's like a sci-fi movie it's action movie all stuff and it has so much heart like you really get into the, into the characters and i that's a movie to me is like there's no to me there's no flaw like i just think that's uh this was a great all-around movie it was a black friday buy for me oh so. nice that's awesome <laughs> i went to see it that was another one i told animals like oh you got to go see this after i saw it we went and saw it then so yes. I saw it twice in the theater, which was happy. I I'm happy going to see movies multiple times if I like it. Oh yeah, that's that's one I wish I had gone to see multiple times in theaters. Which who knows if it? I think they've been talking about re-releasing it. So yeah, it's actually playing at mine at my AMC right uh, tomorrow. Oh, is it really? Yeah, nice. Well, how many movies do you have to to see? Um, oh right well i don't know but but my feeder it also i think they they uh the movies that go up for oscars they release like again oh, okay the, that makes sense yeah but yeah i'm gonna go see consecration tomorrow i'm not sure what else yeah and, that's another one i heard about recently through brad jones so <laughs> it looks cool i really don't know too much about it. i just know the poster it looks cool i did see the trailer for it last week yeah i think that's one with the nuns doing the it kind of looks like uh, ken russell's the devils a little bit but I don't yeah know. that movie is a masterpiece yeah it's awesome i showed that to some friends uh last fall and uh yeah just seeing them laughing and having a good time throughout the whole movie was just <laughs> that was awesome that was great <laughs> and uh next uh next wednesday i'm excited uh it's funny i see a lot of people really against these this this movie is that Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? And I'm like, I think I'm excited to see it. It might be terrible. I don't know. But yeah, I see exactly. a lot of people are just Give mad that they made it. And then they came out. There was like an interview or something today. Anyways, reported today that he wants to do a twisted, um, twisted like fairy tale like universe. So it's like Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. And I think Bambi is one of them. <laughs> Oh, I think that would be tremendous. I'd That'd love to great. see all that. And I saw there was people like, "No, don't do this." And I was, and I just replied on Facebook. Think of the like, children. <laughs> just don't go see it. I mean, yeah, yep. There's lots of stuff that comes out. I don't want to see. I just don't go see it. I don't yeah. tell everyone else they can't see it. Yeah, if you, you know? still want, if they make a spooky Little Mermaid, you can still watch like Disney's Little right, Mermaid, right. and yeah, it's you know. True. And all all those old stories, most of them are really uh, dark and creepy. To begin with. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know about Winnie the Pooh, but <laughs> but, but anyway, I'm interested. Yeah, no, I I got got a little bit of the Fathom Events trailer for it before Infinity Pool, so I'm intrigued. Yeah, Which, yeah I definitely check it out anyway. As of now, I think it's just playing one night. 
on Wednesday. So that kind of sucks. Just the one night yeah. thing, but yes. some things. I mean, like, better uh, the, than no nights. I yeah, guess. like them. The, the yeah. mean one. It, it uh originally was just gonna be like that weekend or a couple days, and then it got a, a wide release and played for a few weeks. Even yeah. Terrifier two, I think, originally was six days or three days or something. Then it kept getting expanded. So yeah, played until mid November, I think. Yeah, oh, I, wow. I don't know if this will have th- those legs, but maybe it'll get a you know a little no. wider release if if people go see it. Which. I was going to say, though, Infinity Pool was one of the things I enjoyed most about that movie was the fact that at first, because of how few people there were there, I was almost like, damn, I almost wish that I had the theater to myself. <laughs> but, but then the great thing about that I didn't even think about was walking out of the theater and now contrast that with Crimes of the Future, where people were actually walking out midway through the movie. Uh, maybe they were either they were legitimately disgusted or bored. I don't know which, but with uh, Infinity Pool, they stayed throughout the whole movie. And then as as I was walking back to the parking garage, uh, I could hear the people behind me that were in the auditorium talking about the movie, trying to wrap their heads around it. Oh, that's that's always very cool. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, it, was pretty, it was pretty uh, busy. The one I went to when I I went to see it. Um, I went to see I, it on a Tuesday night, so that's why. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last time Neil and I were the only people in a theater, and then they had a problem with the... Uh, I mentioned her at Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, with Pinocchio, so we never got to see it. Oh, it's oh, like, son man. of a bitch. But uh, I, I don't I don't want to do our least favorite. It wouldn't be my least favorite, but I, I was... Uh, I can't say I was into a Crimes of the Future. I really yeah. wanted to like it, but... I did, too. And I mean, I at least thought it was okay. It was a nice return to form for Cronenberg, but I just wish there was more of a solid foundation there in comparison to, say, Videodrome or Scanners or The Brood or The Fly. You know, it's like this one just felt like even with all the weird stuff to keep you somewhat entertained, it it was aimless. Oh, really? Yeah, no direction. That's too bad because, like, I I thought with Vigo in at least, you know, it, it had something going on. Kind of almost felt to me, because uh, I said this in a review, it almost felt like it was like a like a pilot episode for a series. Like they were oh, really? setting up everything, and then there's like mm-hmm. there's a, a pay, sort of a payoff at the end, but I don't know. It just I don't know. It just uh, like you said, there wasn't a lot going on there, or the, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just wasn't a, it wasn't great. But it was cool that uh, I could see in the theater. Oh, no, yeah. same. Especially again having it was a packed house when I went to see it, and yeah, seeing as many people walk out as they did kind of did <laughs> add some entertainment value to the oh yeah the theater. Yeah, I saw people walking out. There was people walking out when I went to see Skinnamarink. But I, I kind of wanted to be one of them. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I think that was one of those that because I heard so many mixed reviews, especially people saying that it was boring. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be in the theater watching that. I think I'll just no. wait until it goes on shutter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I'm I don't want to well, be though. negative on the show, but I honestly think it was the worst movie I've ever seen released in a theater. I, really? I, that's my on. I'm not trying wow. to be hyper hyperbole, <laughs> hyperbole, put out hyperbole here or anything, but 
I, I just thought when I was watching, I was like, I don't know how this got in the theater. Uh. I kind of felt duped. Like I like like it's not even like a movie. It's just like shots of the floor and Legos <laughs> and corners of like a door and like what the hell is it? What the hell is it? <laughs> it's I will give it this though. It is doing it did pretty well though. Yeah, yeah. It did oh, pretty yeah. well box office wise. So that's that could spell I have uh, a little different take on this because I saw right. I saw a lot of people saying the same thing. But when I went to see it, probably half or more of the people walked out, and I've heard other people this similar thing. So while it brought people in, my fear is that the, all the people that walked out, it's going to make them go not want to come one. back to, to horror movies, not want to give independent horror movies a shot, which would be maybe it short term it looks good, like it people went and saw it, but if all those people went to see it, didn't like it, well, one movie turned them off. I don't know. It wouldn't turn me off because I like horror movies, but I think Same. maybe this audience that's going back to the whole, going to see these horror movies, maybe something like this might be like, oh, I'm not going to be as likely to go and see this next one that they. <laughs> so it'll be just the opposite of the menu that it's bringing in people that yeah, I might mean, not that, watch I, that, a horror I, I movie could be, normally. Yeah, it could be like giving it more credit than you know it than it deserves. One movie, you know, people walking out of it, but. And not to mention, who knows, if it is just that one movie, maybe if there's a skin or rink, let's say a knockoff of sorts, that looks similar enough to that movie, they might look at that and go, that looks just like that one movie that I didn't like. I'm not going to go see that. Yeah, I think there already is else. one. There was, there's this one, it's maybe like a 17-year-old Um I was hearing, I think, yeah, I was and it looked like that. it was very similar. And I think that's oh, why it's getting released. Yeah, I think like it's like a YouTube rooms? movie or something. And now they're, they're putting it on at the theater or something. Mm. So, yeah, back I rooms, know. I think, or it could have been. I don't know. I, I've seen some people who really love it. So I, I understand everyone's got a different opinion, but. <laughs> that one, I just don't understand you if you like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was very fun. As always, thank yeah, you, gentlemen. Indeed. We'll no. do some more thirteens once uh, we get Troy nailed down here on his schedule. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's the one I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And uh, this Saturday, severed limbs twelve. My bloody Valentine's. It'll be a good time over six hours 37 short horror films and trailers and classic trailers and some weird <laughs> commercials i found we'll come we'll have a live chat uh the filmmakers and the audience will all be here watching it and chatting along it'll be fun always have a good time with that yes coming up the hags which will take me a little while to edit i have some stuff i gotta get my New Year's resolution is to is to be better at editing. Not better necessarily at editing, but quicker at editing. Oh. <laughs> Getting the stuff done because I also have some yeah. other stuff I should have up. We still got a certain... Uh... I love the horror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I will get on. I, I want to finish this because it's like the award thing, and then I will finish that one. And, um, and then uh, another series is also coming up, which I'll, I'll have a trailer up um, after the... Uh, after the festival 
I look forward to all this. This this all sounds great. And Walter Phelan, I believe, will be next week. Play Doctor Satan. This is the twentieth anniversary of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Wow, two thousand three. Shit, that's crazy. It was very weird because it popped up, but I it was. This was the 10th anniversary of when I hosted the 10th anniversary panel uh, of, my, of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses in L.A., but it's before I knew Justin, so he couldn't come out. To <laughs> that's uh, I was in junior high when that movie came out. That's oh wow, that's blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that crazy is to me pretty too. wacky. So I went and um, <laughs> I remember I forget where I saw about this, but there's supposedly like a an un uh the original runtime of the film is much longer i believe yeah like a hundred minutes or something oh. and it was never actually released but there was a bootleg of it and so i the, i have a bootleg of the movie and the, the only reason i bought the bootleg was at the time if people remember they weren't sure it was ever going to be released at yep. all and so that's why I bought the bootleg. I don't, I don't, uh, can, you know, uh, say that's cool to buy bootlegs and movies. So, so I went and I actually found, I found it, but mine is the exact same runtime as the actual. Oh, is it? But so I was going to say, oh, wow, that'd be cool if I had it. Cause like I would, I'd be interested in what the difference is, but yeah. But yeah, that's a cool movie of Walter feeling on the show. It's a great movie. Yeah. So I don't know what the next list will do. I know we want to do a vampire one at some point. Oh yeah. And a Stephen King one as well. Me and Stephen King. Yeah, that would be a good like one. I got both also, those lists right here. Oh, oh nice. Excellent. excellent. He's prepared. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go. My, watch my, the ankle still King. be wet when I do it. You know me. <laughs> I'm gonna go start watching any of the King movies I haven't seen. I've probably seen most of them, but I had not seen the Harrington's phone one. Yeah, I think I'll dig it. When you the re- uh, you're reading, I, I, did you finish the the King book I recommended? I finished the first one that you recommended. Uh, unlike some people that never listen to my recommendations. Um, <laughs> oh, shot uh, What? No, you uh, unless me, a complete I, I stranger recommends it. So, which, like, <laughs> which which F. Paul Wilson one did you recommend? Because there's so many here on Audible. Oh, um, start with uh with the tomb I've, the tomb uh, oh. is the first repairman jack uh okay wilson story and it's great you get the rikoshi in there it's uh, it's great stuff i've read You'll the keep it. is that that happens before but yeah they're not connected are they they are well um one some of the characters continue along um you'll meet two of the people that you met in the keep later on in repairman jack but it's probably about 16 books in so only if you're there for the long haul where you how many books are there um in the in repairman jack i think there's 20 holy and then in the adversary which is kind of the story of rassalam and glaken the people from the keep there's like another four stories so Wilson, Wilson, if you want to talk about somebody that like continuity is big with F. Paul Wilson. So, and then once you read some, then we'll have to get Wilson back on and talk. Yeah, yeah. He's been on twice. That'd be cool. Yep. 
This will be our third time with F. Paul Wilson. Yeah. All right. And then sometime we'll have to do a um, a series 13 because there's so many good, like, uh, horror oh, like series, series on TV. Yeah. Like, because there's so many of the things that I saw this year that didn't really fit into the movies because they weren't standalone. Like interview with the vampire has been tremendous, and I've not watched the show. So many I'm great things. Yes, on, on a more comedic thing, Wednesday I thought was was really. Yeah, I've really, heard all good uh, things about it too. Yeah. So that's another thirteen we'll have to do at some point. In time. All right. Like of all time series, our favorites of all time. Either way, because I, I don't think they would probably have thirteen just for right, this right, year. right, yeah. That maybe an like the last one, ten years or something. I'm not going to go binge watch every series ever made, so not to be the ones like that 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 I've watched. So, same. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like you could go cool, back. Though, and I think we might have watch, a lot of different stuff. Yeah, like 500 episodes of Dark Shadows. <laughs> see what <laughs> right. you think about that? <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side. Yep. Yeah. A few I of those. And... Of Tales from the Dark Side, actually. Yep. <laughs> That's an underrated anthology movie. Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, the movie's so good. Yeah. I, I still need to see the movie, but I've seen most of season one of the show. So that was a show That's I really liked stuff. as a kid. There's uh there's some that really aren't particularly good, but there's a lot of the ones that are good are very good. Oh yeah. I do kind of there's not too many shows like that anymore. I, I mean I like shows that are one long ongoing story. Yeah, but I do like ones that are just you know one like a standalone thing. Yeah, where you can you don't need need to watch them in order. You could just watch them. That's what I really liked about um, Del Toro's thing this year. Um, The Cabinet of Curiosities I thought was tremendous. And who knows? There might just be another anthology coming up in the fall. Oh, you want to give us you? Do you want to give us the details or do you want to wait? I think I'll uh, start the plug because why not? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So no, Dark Signals, a uh, upcoming web series in fall 2023. We've been essentially work working on pre-production since 2020. <laughs> uh, in the fall of 2020, uh, and yeah, we currently have who? Let's see, about five episodes. Sh- the five out of uh, six episodes shot. Uh, the sixth one's being shot. Uh, next month, uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's probably a couple little things that we need for the rest of the episodes, but for the most part, uh, most of them are done. There, uh, there's a few directed by me. There's a few directed by uh, others, uh, friends of mine, and it's been all shot in and around uh, Orange County, and uh, also in a couple of uh, adjoining counties here and there. Very and it's cool. all. All one big anthology horror series based around a uh, a hacker named Dr. Midnight who is breaking into a streaming service to uh, basically replace all the uh, generic streaming service content like reality shows and kids shows and stuff with uh, horror movies. And those are the the different stories. So, yeah. Very cool. I'm down. I am. Yeah, we're excited to see us and we're proud of Justin. Yep, absolutely. Happy to see and always excited to watch your new stuff. Yep. Yeah, very Uh, cool. And uh, this way, there we go. There we go. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) All right. 
And uh, so another shout out to uh, Treacherous Trista, and we'll get her back on a 13 here one of these days. Absolutely. Indeed, we shall. All right. Anything else before we take off here as a fun show? Thanks for watching, everybody. It's a great show. Thank you, gentlemen. That was, I always look forward to these. Yes. It was a good time had by all. Yep. Yep. And uh, give us some. Uh, give us some of your suggestions out there. I'll post them on the Facebook group. What thirteen list would you like to see in the future? Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And That's and what movies do. did we miss? Like right. Yeah. There's some hidden gem. Like tell us. Let yeah. us know. Or yell at say nasty. What the hell are you doing? Putting Texas Chainsaw Massacre on there. The movie <laughs> That's is it. terrible. But <laughs> you know, or if anyone wants to call out. Me and Troy picking uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse Bring of Madness. It. Uh, Bring it. That's what I'm going to do right after. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I was ready for it. I was. I was like, all right, Neil's going to go now. So no. was I. <laughs> that's why I had to throw out there. I was like, controversial choice. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready. I'd be out. Numbers, my, so, yeah. my Doctor Strange in hand. Yeah, I, I don't think I have a two a 2022 horror shirt. I think all my horror shirts are like of old movies. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, you should probably right. I, I don't yeah. think so I have what? any this either. Is about as close as you get to uh, Sam Raimi with. Global oh yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I know it. Maybe it won't be the same, but I am looking forward to the new Evil Dead. Oh yeah, same same. Yep. The trailer I thought looked very cool. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a bunch of new stuff coming around this year that should be, you know, that I'm definitely looking forward to, whether it'll be good or not. Yeah, we'll who see. knows? Yeah. Renfield? Yeah, oh, Renfield, yeah. Oh, I'm my God. To totally see. geeked for that. <laughs> I saw the trailer, actually, for the new Children of the Corn, and I didn't even know that they, it was, like, made or nothing. And uh, the other <laughs> week when I was at the theater, I was like, what is this, the new Children of the Corn? And honestly, oh. it looked good. Did it? All right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that then, too. They did a little bit different. I think it's some people are telling me it's a prequel, but I don't think so. It's just it's a new it's a new take on the original story, but they actually show the the kids taking over the town and killing all the adults. Oh which wow. I think is cool because in all and the previous two where they you know, like the the original one and then the the re the USA one, I think it was that's always just like they just show it real briefly, you know, them yeah, killing just kind of yeah, yeah. So to actually show the rise of the kids, I think, is interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. I've actually never read the original story. It's pretty short, right? It is. I think it's like a 40-pager. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll have to find that. I I don't remember what it's in. It might be in... uh, Well, I got this thing called the Internet. I'll look it up. Yes, you look that (laughs) sucker up. (laughs) This yeah, newfangled what is, what is, gizmo you got. Do tell us more about this internet. <laughs> you crazy kids and your interwebs. Ah. Boy, it did suck before that, though. How would you like? What the? Oh, Ooh, I, know. I have to go to this place called the library or something. <laughs> what? What, what archaic that? place is that you speak of? I even have my library on my phone. Uh, <laughs> I will say for people like audiobooks like me, well, you can get the uh, other books too, I guess, but audiobooks. Um, so what you do is you get this uh, this free app called uh, Libby and you join your local uh, library. And it's almost just like Audible, 
and you get uh you can you can rent you can borrow the um audiobooks from your library and listen to them on your phone oh that's so awesome i've got the sandwich library and i also joined the boston public library which has a lot more books obviously because it's much bigger than the town of sandwich uh, and so uh yeah so i'm well, currently listening to um the testaments which is the uh the follow-up to other uh, handmaid's too nice well you can probably get all of wilson's jazz if you got the uh the boston yeah, which is one. cool so like, if you if you just like the, the newer stuff like they'll have it but it'll be it'll be like nine months wait or something because yeah. everyone's running or borrowing it but yeah you can listen to all, tons of old stuff like you know usually it's pretty easy to get wow that's great shout out to the libraries yeah, yeah <laughs> see the library is cool all right all right now we're just wasting everyone's time no so- just being <laughs> foolish <laughs> shout out to library we'll be back next week thank you guys good to see you justin yeah justin great to see you bye-bye neely it was great being with y'all good night everybody bye trista see you trista